You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. And oh yes, God bless you indeed. Thank you so very much for joining us for day one of the Luke December 2023 challenge. This is the challenge we hold uh, every December on gospelbestly.com where we invite members of our community and other Christians to read through the 24 chapters in the gospel account of St. Luke in the first 24 days in December. And we are starting this year, day one, with Luke chapter one. What we're going to do every evening when we gather to uh, to continue this challenge is to read the text, we read the text, and then to listen to the exposition on the text uh, by different members of our community that we have invited. We are starting today, day one, with Luke chapter one, and I have with me now to read Luke chapter 1, our dear friend and sister, Sister Yemisio Guntayo. Sis, always a pleasure to have you on Gospel Best Radio. Thank you for having me. Okay. Okay. So we are going to read alternatively. And after the reading of Luke chapter 1, we are going to listen to the exposition by Dr. Adegwega Ogunwale. He has identified three areas of emphasis. Of course, it is not possible for us to do an exhaustive uh, exposition on each chapter. So we are limiting our, our contributors to uh, emphasizing on three points from each chapter. So I do hope you will stay with us to the very end of this of this journey we are beginning today, and please do invite others to to join. It is it is it is beneficial. It is profitable for us to know more about the man who is the reason for the season. Let, let us pray together. Lord, we thank you for the blessing of the month of December in the year 2023. We also thank you for the blessing of your word and for the assurance that the Holy Spirit will always abide with us and always open our eyes to see the treasures in your word. As we begin the Luke December 2023 challenge, please begin with us and grant to Lord that we are going to see new treasures in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, this year we'll be reading from the New King James Version. So, sis, you're going to begin. Dedication to Theophilus. Inasmuch as many have taken in hand to set in order a narrative of those things which have been fulfilled among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also having had had perfect understanding of all things from the very first to write to you an orderly account, most excellent Theophilus, that you may know the certainty of those things in which you were instructed. John's birth announced to Zacharias. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah. His wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all 
the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zachariah, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord, to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. But behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. And the people waited for Zechariah and marveled that he lingered so long in the temple. But when he came out, he could not speak to them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned to them and remained speechless. So it was, as soon as the days of his service were completed, that he departed to his own house. Now, after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she hid herself five months, saying, Thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. Christ's birth announced to Mary. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin named Mary, and had come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, high-favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his sin, considered what manner of greetings this was. Then the angel said to her, Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest and the son will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you 
and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Mary visits Elizabeth. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zachariah and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe lived in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord shall come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. The Song of Mary. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservants. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped the servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her, to her house. Birth of John the Baptist. Now Elizabeth, full, Elizabeth's full time came for her to be delivered and she brought forth a son. When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. Circumcision of John the Baptist. So it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him by the name of his father, Zachariah. His mother answered and said, No, he shall be called John. But they said to her, There is no one among your relatives who is called by this name. So they made signs to his father what he, what he would have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote saying, his name is John. So they all marveled. Immediately his mouth opened, was opened, and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, praising God. Then fear came on all who dwelt around them, and all the sayings were discussed throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all those who heard him kept them in their hearts, saying, what kind of child will this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. Zachariah's prophecy. Now his father, Zachariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, 
Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us. In the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began, that we shall be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Okay, thank you all for staying with us. This is the this is day one of Luke December 2023 challenge, and we have just listened to the reading of Luke chapter one. As I announced earlier on, we are with us now our dear friend, and of course one of the regular voices on Gospel Bells Radio, Doctor Adegbega Ogunwale, will now be leading us in reflecting on Luke chapter one. Doc, I have. I have three questions for you. And the first one is this. Zechariah and Mary asked two similar questions, but each of them received a different response. How would you address that? And of course, you know the question I'm talking about, the question of how will this thing be? How how will this how how shall I know this? That's what Zechariah asked. If you look at the New King James Version, how shall I know this? And Mary also asked that question, saying how can this thing be? But each of them received a different uh, reaction from, from the angel. Yes. Thank you for uh, raising that question. In Luke chapter 1, verse 18, the Bible says, And Zachariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? Mm. And then he went on to explain the basis for asking the question. Oh, yes. He said, for I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. Yes. Now, the, the verse 34, Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? Yes. Now, the two of them, they were questioning the possibility in what God had promised. Yeah. So because the angel brought the promise of God to man. Yes. He brought the promise of God to those who ordinarily would have believed God. Mm. But you see, when they were brought to extreme conditions of, you know, unlikely outcomes, they had to question whether even that was something which God could do. Now, the point we are making here is that Today we are filled with hope. 
Because maybe many of the things that God has done for us are things that are naturally conceivable. Yes. But when you get to a point in your life, when what you expect from God, you desire from God, is something that is not that is no longer naturally conceivable, your faith can become challenged. Mm -hmm. So at this point in time, Zachariah was old. So maybe he did not see himself as fertile anymore. Yeah. And perhaps his wife being stricken in years was most was most likely postmenopausal. Yeah. And he was thinking, will God be able to pull this off? Mm. And sometimes we all get to that point. Oh yes. When we understand when God can do that which is naturally conceivable. But that which is unnatural, we begin to say, can it actually happen? Exactly. And that is where God wants us to believe him. The Bible says, let all men be liars. Mm. Let God mm. alone be true. Oh, yes. See, this was what the psalmist said. He said, in my haste, I said all men were liars. Oh, yes. But in Romans chapter 3, Paul was answering him in a sense and said, let all men be liars. Let, let God, God be alone be true. When we come to the point where the unnatural confronts us, and we think that even this is so difficult to perceive as what God can do. Let us remember what the Bible tells us. That with man, this is impossible. Mm -hmm. But with God, all things are possible. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to those two people. Yeah. Both of them were at that point when they could not readily believe because it was unnatural. But ultimately, Zachariah received a reprimand. Hmm. But Mary was left to go free. Yeah. My understanding of the difference is that Zachariah was a man expected to know better. And it reflects the need to demonstrate spiritual growth. Hmm. I'm so grateful to God that we are having this reading of the book of Luke hmm. in the month of December as we walk towards or as we move towards the Christmas celebrations. Mm. When we think that it's a day of joy to celebrate the birth of Christ, and it is a day of joy indeed. Mm. But beyond that day of birth, the entire expectation of God is for us to go beyond the birth, to growing in the person who was born. Mm. Yes. That we must have a demonstration of spiritual growth. Mm. Now, what was happening here was that Mary, being a young maid who had no knowledge of ministry beyond, you know, probably going to the to the temple to sacrifice from time to time and to go for the annual feasts. Yeah. This was the person who encountered God on a regular basis in mm -hmm. terms of priestly duties. Exactly. Would be left not to understand and to be to be to be regarded as not understanding. And the Bible explains it to us in uh, the book of Romans. It gives us an idea of how we are perceived mm -hmm. when we grow up to a level. In Romans chapter 16, verse 19, it says, For your obedience has become, verse 19, for your obedience has become known to all. Mm. Therefore, I am glad on your behalf. But I want you to be wise in what is good mm -hmm. and simple concerning evil. 
Meaning that as we grow, we are supposed to become sophisticated in that which is holy. Mm. We are supposed to become deep in that which is godly. Mm. We are supposed to understand God more than before. More than before. Apostle Paul then extends it further in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 by saying that when I was a child, mm-hmm. I spoke as a child. As a child. I understood as a child. Mm-hmm. I thought as a child. Mm-hmm. But when I became a man, mm-hmm. I put away childish that things. Thinks, yes. So when a man is in the office of a priest, yeah. he must put away childish things mm-hmm. in his level of manner of faith. Oh yes. oh yes. When a person is still a child in the sight of God in matters of faith, then God will say, well, you couldn't know better. Mm. But when you are supposed to know better, the expectation is that you will put away childish things. So I think that in a sense, in my little understanding, mm-hmm. was what led to the difference in the way they were treated. They were treated. Even though they had the same uh, question. Similar questions, exactly. Thank you so very much. Uh, and I love the statement you made there, uh, that this Christmas, it should be a call to those of us who are already in the faith, to go beyond the birth of Christ to a demonstration of spiritual growth. God does expect growth from his children. Thank you so very much. Okay, Doc, and next we'll go to the next question from Luke chapter 1. You know of Mary's Magnificat. I know that you love to quote from the Magnificat a lot. And of course, what a beautiful and grand uh, grand anthem anthem of praise that the Holy Spirit led Mary to sing to sing there but some I mean in that magnificent Mary said he has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty the rich he has sent away empty I mean what do you think Mary was referencing there well uh, Brother Femi, yes. thank you for, for raising that important point. Mm. You see, I think that the entire chapter reflects that truth. So God is in the business of helping the helpless because it is only the helpless that requires help. Mm. When a man can help himself, God leaves him to carry out his agenda. Mm. Not because God hates him, but that man presents a position of pride and says, I am enough for myself. And when a man is enough, there is nothing you can, you can, you can pour into him. Mm-hmm. God is interested in filling only empty vessels. When a man is full of himself, mm. God allows himself to continue to manifest and we see that in different areas of scripture showing that god opposes the proud yes but gives grace to the humble now the reason why that happens is because god detests a proud heart he detests it is one of those things that god truly detests yes and that's why he says he opposes You wanted to say something. No, I I was repeating, I was emphasizing the proud heart, that God resists the proud. He resists the proud, Proud. but he gives grace Hmm, to the humble. humble. And the essence of pride is the flesh. 
when a man is proud, he walks in the flesh. The flesh is that human nature that resists God. That part of man that says, I am a God unto myself. Mm. And when a man says he's a God unto himself, he does not need God. And that is why God must send such a person away, empty. Mm. But the one who comes as poor, as empty, as needy, God is going to satisfy him with good things. Uh, when we look at Mary, Mary was a virgin. She could not have even had a child, not to talk of giving birth to the savior of the world. But God decided that that person who could not have at all is the person who will have it all. Mm. Now look at Elizabeth. Elizabeth was a woman who was past perhaps the age of bearing children. Yeah. God decided that it was that almost barren womb that will be made to rejoice. And on and on it goes. In fact, when the Pharisees were beginning to blame Jesus that he was, uh, you know, interacting with sinners mm -hmm. and making friends with, with, with publicans, yes. he said, well, the Son of Man came to save the, the lost. And that it is only those who are sick who need a physician. Exactly. Those who are not sick exactly. do not need a physician. have no need of a physician. So that is why that scripture tells us that mm. the rich will send away empty. empty. How are they rich? They are rich in themselves. Now, there are two scriptures that I would point us to in talking about people rich in themselves. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, it's a scripture that always strikes me when I read it. Verse 29. In fact, let me read from verse 26. Okay. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Mm. For God has chosen the foolish things of the world to, to put to shame the wise. Mm -hmm. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty and the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. Now, why does God do all of that? Verse 29, mm. that no flesh may glory, glory or should glory in his, presence. in his presence. That is the reason. Why, the reason why God hates the proud heart the reason why God will send the rich away empty. Mm. The, re the reason why only the poor in heart, you know, will be satisfied. Yes. With those who mourn, you know, will be comforted. Mm -hmm. Is because that is where God will be glorified. And flesh will have no glory. Mm. Flesh will have no glory. Wow. So there you have it in reading Mary's Magnificat where she said he has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away. We are reminded of the spirit with which we must come to the Savior every day, every day with the heart of those who need him. If you come to him and you don't need him, well, he should rightly send you away, send you away empty. Thank you very much, Doc. And the third question this, this uh, evening from Luke chapter 1 is this, how can we be partakers in the ministry of John the Baptist? Of course, this must be referencing uh, the closing verses of Luke chapter 1, where Zacharias, filled with the Holy Spirit, prophesied about John the Baptist. And he said so many things. 
And that, yes, and the question here is how can we be partakers in the ministry of John the Baptist? Now, now the the main part, brother, that I would like to you know just refer us to is in verse seventy six of that Luke chapter one. He mm -hmm. says, "And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare His ways, to mm -hmm. give knowledge of salvation to His people." By remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, which with which the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. It is real peace. Look, this is like an expansion of the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28, from verse 19 to 20. Mm -hmm. The purpose of our lives as those who have come into Christ Jesus is not just to celebrate the birth of the Savior on Christmas Day. No, but rather that the new birth that the Savior brings must first happen in us. And that we, like John, who prepared the way for his master and his Lord, we will prepare our own generation for the coming savior who will save this who will save his people finally mm. this world we see today will pass away and a new order will begin should we not like john warn our generation that indeed the kingdom of heaven is at hand mm. now the warning that john gave his generation was that the kingdom of heaven was at hand and they needed to repent I tell you that that is the same great commission that we have received. Mm. It is not a great commission to tell people that the kingdom of God has millions to give them and they should come and collect their own share. Yeah. That is not wrong. But that is not the entire gospel message. The entire gospel message is that the millions you make here on earth will pass away. Mm. The earth where you stand will, will, will pass away for there will be a new heaven and a new earth. I mean, new earth. And that because the kingdom of the Savior is coming, you had better be prepared for it. How? That when you celebrate this next Christmas, mm -hmm. if you have not yet experienced the birth that he intended for you, say so he was born, that you and I will have a new birth. And if you have not experienced that new birth, mm -hmm. that this next Christmas should not come upon you until you have experienced that new birth. And that when you have experienced that new birth, you must be the voice of one crying in the wilderness, in the wilderness. of your own generation mm. that the kingdom of Jesus is at hand and that those who are in darkness, they must begin to come out of that darkness into the light of Christ. Mm -hmm. That those who did not know the mercy of our God will now be partakers of his day spring, who is Jesus himself. I love it when we use appellations like that for the one who was whose birth we celebrate on Christmas Day. Mm. In some other in some other scriptures, Second Peter chapter one from verse nineteen is referred to as the day star. Mm -hmm. In this book, it's referred to as the day spring, and because it's coming for, upon us from above, we see that account in Isaiah thirty-two verse fifteen. Yeah, it says, true. "Until the Spirit be poured upon us from on high." And our wilderness become a fruitful field, and our fruitful field a forest. 
I tell you that if you have experienced the new birth of Christ, there is an outpouring of the day spring from on high. And from your belly, John chapter 7 says that a river of living water, you become like the source of day spring too in your generation. And you will bring many sons unto glory. The final point I want to make there mm. is that that ministry of John, who is now a witness by saying that the man who is coming after me, I cannot unhook the, his sandals. Mm -hmm. I cannot lose any sandals. Mm. I baptize you with water. He will baptize you with the fire and the Holy Ghost. Now, he was talking about something, but we are the full expression of that something. We have now been baptized by the Holy Spirit if we are truly born again. Yes. And we, like Luke, are not just like Peter and John who were there when they saw everything and saw Christ in flesh. Mm. But they have, by the grace of God, handed over these messages to us as we move from generation to generation to generation. Mm -hmm. And we too must be faithful witnesses. Exactly. You know, in law, when you say that someone is a witness mm. to a fact, mm. if that fact was to be heard, he must have heard it. If that fact was to be seen, he must have seen it. Of course. I tell you that the plan of God in our partaking of the ministry of John, in a sense, not the ministry of John exactly, but to give us an idea of how we too should be calling our generation to Jesus, exactly. is that we must be witnesses of the Lord God himself. Have you met the Lord Jesus? Mm. You don't have to meet him in the flesh. Paul did not meet him in the flesh. Mm. And he was a faithful witness. Oh, yes. He had a vision, a heavenly vision. He had an encounter, a heavenly encounter. Now, that is why we are celebrating Christmas. That everyone can have this divine encounter with Jesus. Have the new birth mm. and become the voice of God. Mm. Telling other people to, to come into that new birth. So that the kingdom of God may come into their hearts too. Amen. Amen. And thank you so very much for that. And Doc, thank you for joining us for day one of Luke, December 2023 challenge. You've had the doc there and by the power of the Holy Spirit reminding us that when we look at how the angel responded to Zacharias, we are to be reminded that there is an expectation from God's children to demonstrate spiritual growth, spiritual growth and maturity in how we receive the promises of God and how we discharge our duties in God's house. And if you read Mary's Magnificat, where she said the, the rage he has sent away empty, we should be reminded that God resists the proud. And Doc, you know, whenever I read that part, you know, the, the use of that word resist is something that we should really, uh, that should really caution us. God resists the proud and he gives <laughs> grace. He gives grace to the humble. And I, love, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. Whenever I look at that word, I see that this thing is not passive at all. Exactly, it's not it's passive at all. It becomes the enemy. The, exactly, of the proud. It's the not enemy. that it's not his friend. It becomes his active enemy. <laughs> and I say, well, that's a dangerous position. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. A dangerous position indeed. And we look at what Zachariah said about John the Baptist, and we are reminded that it's our duty in this age in this age, to proclaim the second coming of our Lord and to be faithful witnesses to his ministry and his message. Thank you so very much, Doc. God bless you, good. Amen. 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 Okay, we look forward to seeing you on day nine. I know that we are going to see you on day nine by the grace of God. 
So we expect you to join us on day 9 of Luke, December 23 challenge as well. So please, please say a word of prayer as we bring this to a close. Father Lord, we thank you so very much for the opportunity to reflect on your word in thank Luke you, chapter 1. Lord, thank you for the understanding we have received regarding the experience of Zechariah. Lord, we cannot judge your servant, but we have learned from his, from his own lesson that we ought to believe, even when the things that we believe God for are not within our natural conception. Mm. Lord, like that man who brought his son to Jesus, we pray, Lord, help our unbelief. Amen. Help us to be those who will believe you against all odds, so that like Amen. our father, we'll be able to call those things that be not as though they were. Amen. Amen. Father, Lord, we are asking that we will receive grace to be like Mary, limited in our understanding yet, we're able to say, be it unto me according to, according your, to your word. Amen. Amen. Ask that this shall be so as we offer our vessels to you for your use. Amen. We ask God that we shall be faithful witnesses. Those who have encountered you truly, who have not just heard, who have not just seen, who have not just looked upon, but who have handled the word of life. And that we will be, we will be driven by your zeal that consumes us to inv invite our generation to the soon coming kingdom of our loving king. Father, we ask that you will grant us grace to be humble. And when you have blessed a man, he may come to a point when like Nebuchadnezzar, he looks around and says, is this not this great Babylon, mm. which by my own hand I have, mm. I have, made. I have made? Lord, we ask that you will grant us grace. That at such a time, we will hear the voice of the Spirit, reminding us that blessed are those who mourn. Oh, yes. Reminding us that blessed are the poor oh, in spirit. spirit. Amen. That we may indeed be those who are partakers of your kingdom and your kindness and your mercy. Amen. Lord, we ask that pride will not have space in us. Amen. But when pride had space in Lucifer, he lost his place. Mm -hmm. Father, Lord, we pray that you will grant us grace to be home. All the days of our lives to need you more than the previous day. Amen. And that like, like the psalmist will be able to say, Oh Lord, you are our God. Earnestly we seek you. Mm -hmm. Our souls are thirsty for you. In a dry and weary land, weary land where there is no water. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 And yes, thank you also very much for tuning in to day one of Luke December 2023 Challenge. We look forward to you joining us again tomorrow. God bless you. God bless you very good. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you.